0: listening to your bright future with mrs. J and mr. LD a Lava Ridge counseling podcast connecting home and school and helping to create a bright future for your students hi everybody welcome back to your bright future with mrs. J and mr. LD
1: hello welcome back.
0: We are super excited to have you with us uh, for another week of our podcast. We've sure loved doing this sh- this year and we hope that these uh, podcasts are helpful for you. Today, what we want to talk about is uh, making friends. So we've started a program here at our school this year called Friend Zone Friday. And this uh, be- this became something that we wanted to try because uh, we did a survey at our school, mm-hmm. the SHARP survey. Some of you may know about that, but we took a survey and one of the questions that, that were the dead Data kind of popped for us was uh, in the question, do you feel connected to your school? And um, so we know that being connected to your school is a major protective factor in helping kids from being at risk for a lot of different um, kind of negative Mm -hmm. outcomes. And so we wanted to, to move that number so that more kids would feel connected because yeah. a lot of them said they did not feel connected to school and so we wanted them to, to we want them to start to build uh, a relationship with their school right mm-hmm. like i belong to love ridge i am a gila monster i these are the fun things that we do at school that make it important to me and so we came up with this idea of Friends on friday which is just a time during lunch on friday when we have been offering different activities that we do
1: so there's in just dance we watch anime in the small theater um we've done a like chalk art out outside yeah, on yeah. on the yarn. Um, what what else have we... I feel like I'm hitting the big ones. But. We
0: actually did a survey uh, towards the beginning mm-hmm, of the year and mm-hmm. kind of asked the kids, like, hey, do you feel like you have friends at school? Do you feel like you need to make friends? And what are some of the things that you enjoy doing? And so we use that to kind of guide some of the activities we've gone through. And that's how we figured out that a lot of the kids at school watch yeah. anime shows. Yeah. And so we tried to go find some really school-appropriate anime that we mm-hmm. can, cause some anime is, you know, a little, a little <laughs> bit sketchy, but, but we try to find the appropriate kind and then we, um, we'll let the kids come in. And the idea is then that they can look around and see, Oh, I didn't know those kids liked anime yeah. and I like anime and maybe that's a connection that we can, uh, can make something happen, you know? Yeah. And then a few of our, uh, friends on Fridays, we've actually talked about friendship making skills Mm -hmm. right and how to make a friend because we want it to be more than just like hey we're doing this fun activity but we actually want them to be able to practice some skills Mm -hmm. and so we've had kids like go and introduce themselves to someone they don't know or we've had them uh just kind of make a note of the kids around them and and maybe share some things that they have in common or something so uh that's what we want to talk to you about today though are some of these skills that um kids can use and can practice and can grow in, uh, either through being taught them here at school or through, uh, Home life, parents. Mm-hmm. You guys can always teach your kids these things. But uh, Mr. LD went out and found some really great articles, and as we're going through trying to pick the ones, you know, we picked some of the same ones. Mm-hmm. So we know mm-hmm. we, we know some of the things that are ex- are, are important for kids. But um, we just want to let you know some of these so that so that we can again back each other up. That's that's the purpose. Sure. Is we want to be on the same page as you, and and if we are teaching these things in friends on Friday we want you to be able to ask about them and to reinforce them and to maybe model some of these things so that the kids really are understanding the importance.
1: Yeah. And 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 I just want to say, I mean, as a parent, it's one of those things that, I mean, more than anything else, of course, we want our kids to be successful and smart and, and good people. But thinking of our kids just being lonely or not having friends, that 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 really tugs up my heartstrings. Yeah. And and we know in our digital world it is in many ways getting more difficult for kids to kind of make friends, especially outside of school. I mean they might have common interests or be, you know, message each other or whatever through tech via technology or video games, but to feel like they actually have those close bonds with other kids is becoming more and more struggle and 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 again as your counselors and your kids counselors we're here for you and we want to help with that um
0: yeah the art of making friends is kind of becoming a lost art Yeah, like kids are just not having the opportunities to socialize and that's where we learn the social cues and Mm -hmm. we learn the the process and kind of the unspoken rules about Mm -hmm. friends and about how you make and keep friends is through those social situations and so the more those go away the harder it is for kids to recognize like what do i do how do i do this i don't know how to do this
1: yeah and 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 so these things that tanya and i both kind of landed on are these are parent facing tips right you know i Ideas that you could do at home, conversations, actions you could take, and of course, this is not a comprehensive list by any means, but just you know, a handful that we thought are especially useful. And and the first one that I really liked is just model positive social behavior as parents, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 I love one of the articles mm-hmm. says that almost every interaction that you have as a parent, that is where your kids are watching you interact with friends or family members or at really any social si- setting. Is a teaching moment, right? You know, because our actions speak so much louder than our words, and and how we treat others, and especially our friends. You know, are we dismissive? Are we modeling those good behaviors? Mm-hmm, um,
0: when there's conflict, exactly, is, are you working through the conflict? Are mm-hmm. you are you modeling how to? Express your frustration, and then maybe take it all the way through to a resolution of some kind. Yeah,
1: yeah, those and those conversation skills, and practicing that kind of stuff. Um, active listening when you when you're with your friends and your kids are watching, you know, are you kind of on your phone? You know, and again, we're all guilty of this sometimes. Yes, we are. But just the best practice are you are you really engaged with others while they're talking to them? And and, and this is true with our children as well, right? You know, when they're talking to us, do we? model that good act of listening where we're showing, we're making the eye contact, we're following along, we're asking follow-up questions and that kind of stuff so that we're practicing that. And honestly, you could do role plays with your kids, which mm-hmm. is kind of silly and could be kind of out of our comfort zone, but you don't even need to frame it that way. Just engaging your kids and having them can ask you questions about your interests and that kind of stuff. It is is great practice.
0: Yeah. I think role plays are great because it allows you to almost give your kids the words, right? Like, like we do, we do a lot of that with kids with like manners and things like that. Like, what do you say? Mm -hmm. Say, thank you. Say, please, you know, and give them the vocabulary, the words. Sometimes kids lack that basic vocabulary. Mm -hmm. Like they don't know how to approach another student or they don't know how to approach a potential friend. Right. And they, they're, what do they even say? And Mm -hmm. so those role plays can be really uh, beneficial, like uh, introducing yourself, yeah. right? And and asking questions, all of that that you mentioned, I think is really a great way to work through some of those things with, with kids. And, and some of it comes naturally, right? Some kids are hmm. just kind of born with that mm-hmm. outgoing kind of personality. But if you recognize in your child that they're a little bit more introverted and they, and they maybe are lacking some of those skills, I think a role play would be a really good idea and probably help them to feel a little bit more secure when they're going out and facing the prospective sure. difference
1: Yeah. And, and, and like we often talk about, this is the perfect age to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like elementary could be a little young to engage in some role play. And it's great if you have younger kids that practice that too, but especially as they start getting older, they, there's less buy-in, you know, there's more yeah. resistance to that kind of thing. Um, but, but doing that with your sixth and seventh graders is a, is a great practice, especially if they're aware and 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 I have students like this. I'm sure you do, Tanya. That they want friends, but they don't know really how to bridge that gap.
0: Right. You yeah, know that
1: they, they they will get some buy in, and they will. They might be like, "Oh, that's so weird," you know. But but you can convince them that this is good to practice to make those friends and and just other you know common conversation skills. You know, especially at this age, leaning into likes and dislikes. Mm-hmm. So many friendships, are, at any age, but especially at this age. Or what do you like? You know, do you have somewhere do you love anime? And that's again where we build that friends friend zone Friday where we started with that. Do you like video games? What type of video games? Oh, you like you like baseball? I love baseball. Um, but but just being able to talk with somebody new in a class or at lunch or whatever the setting and, and kind of talk about their likes and dislikes and Give and take, that's another big one that mm-hmm. they don't want to dominate the conversation and kind of be monopolize it, but but be a good listener again, that active listener and give and take. They don't want to never talk because that that's not fun for the other person, but right. but they give and take a little bit as well,
0: right. Yeah, I love that. So one of the tips that I really liked was um to help your kids recognize potential friends. and sometimes that's just a matter of reframing how you look at the world. you know, instead of, I know it's a scary world out there but instead of looking at other people as strangers or as scary or mm-hmm. as people who are different from us we look at them as hey these are these are possible friends yeah. any one of these people in this group of that we're in right now could be a friend you know For depending sure. on how you approach it and depending on how you um, talk about it and uh, depending on how your attitude about other people and kids really do pick up so strongly on parental Mm -hmm. attitudes, right? And so as a parent myself, I I have always tried to kind of be cognizant of that, but it's impossible to do all the time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes your attitudes will show up in your kids. Mm -hmm. And so it's something that, that if you struggle with, you might want to, you know, be, be open with your kids and be like, I struggle with this, but these, you know, let's talk about this and Mm -hmm. let's figure it out. Because, you know, if you think about it, the world is full of potential friends. Yeah. Anyone you meet yeah. in the grocery store, at the movie theater, you know, at a soccer game, wherever, at a parent-teacher conference, anyone that you meet, you could connect with and have For that sure. click and, and have that potential to be friends. Um, I met my best friend, my lifelong best friend in sixth grade and it was mm. weird because the first uh, thing she said about me was she's not my friend. <laughs> well she's not my friend, but her name's Tanya. I'm like, oh, she's not my friend. But then we connected, you know. Way to We're,
1: prove her wrong. I know. For, it's like
0: forever. Oh, I'll show you. I'm not your friend. No, that's not the way But yeah, it's, it that was a weird connect That was kind of an awkward, mm-hmm. awkward way to meet, but we pushed through it and we became friends and are still friends today. So um I tell kids all the time, you know, you never know when you're gonna meet yeah. someone that you're really gonna connect with. And so just be open to the yeah. possibility of friends.
1: No, I love that. And yeah, something, it's so interesting. You watch like, Preschoolers together, and and exactly that way how you framed it that everyone can be your potential friend. Preschoolers are that way, you know. Care? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) They they don't have that. Put up whatever silly barriers we we create as adolescents and adults. But but you're you're right. Just Mm -hmm. lean into that. That there is potential everywhere for friends. And and uh, sorry, (laughs) but uh, you a word that often comes up that we've both said uh, once or twice in this conversation, but kids will say is awkward. And I love the idea of just leaning into those awkward places. And as parents, too, right? This can be an awkward conversation. But so, I I, I tell my students this all the time, but some of the most important, best things in my life started in awkward places. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, my best friends, my romantic relationships that ended up being, you know, my, my life partners, um, you know, that start in awkward places yeah. and 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 not being afraid of that because it it is very easy to retreat behind our screens that there is you know less vulnerability and less awkwardness but but also a lot less potential there
0: yeah yeah. Um, I was just going to say that I often have kids come into my my office and they want to ch- maybe change a class or they want to change lunch or something, but they'll be like, well, I don't know anybody mm-hmm, there. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to go there because I don't know anybody there. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, but that's a whole class of new people that you could yeah. maybe be friends. Maybe your best friend's waiting there. Maybe that's someone true. that you could really connect with is there. And I think it's just a matter of just a small shift in perspective that it's not... Um, it's not a class full of enemies or strangers, mm-hmm. but it is a class full of people that could possibly be friends. And so it's, it's a, um, something that I think comes from both home and school.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love that. And as far as uh, just another tip that I love that is your role as a parent, and obviously there, this is totally your discretion. There's, there's quite a range of how you can handle this, but I like the idea of monitor, but don't control you know mm-hmm. of course you want to know what your kids who your kids friends are and what they talk about and what they do but especially you know into intermediate and middle school and in high school you don't want to be too controlling cuz that can create friction and then often things you know go on the DL they they hide things from you in the, yeah. in the, in some of those cases and and so and and it's a tricky balance and you know your kid you know your family but but again monitor you want to be clued into what's going on but not so controlling that they, you know, kind of want to get away from you or, or hide things from you, and that's yeah, a this, tricky. This is one
0: I picked too when I was looking through those articles. Is to is that let the kids take the lead, but and try not to overly control it too much. And what they said in the article was that the there were actually studies done that show that um, the more intrusive p- kids view their parents as being in their friend relationships the more likely they are to choose more maybe a more delinquent mm. friend which i thought was interesting yeah, yeah. but then they did say too on the other the flip side of it that you know if you're informed about it that that actually will help kids with their friend relationships Mm -hmm. because they know that there's a caring adult that's kind of monitoring and watching. And so, yeah, it is easy to slip into kind of that helicopter lawnmower parent Mm -hmm. mode and just want to like control everything about where your kids are. But remember, mom and dad, you know, grandma, grandpa, whoever Mm -hmm. the caring adult is in these kids' lives, you guys need to let them make mistakes and you need to let, you know, give them the room to grow because that's, that's how we grow is by making a mistake and by doing things the wrong way so that we know we don't want to be that kind of person. Mm -hmm. You know, I had so many situations when I was a a seventh grader, like I had one friend that I just was jealous of. And so Mm -hmm. I would do mean things, you know, and, and because of that experience, I recognized that that's not the kind of person I want to be. And it really made me decide Firmly that I'm not gonna be that kind of person. I'm not gonna be mean. I'm not gonna let those kind of things step on the person that I wanna be eventually. And so the more we can let kids kind of fill it out for themselves and make their own mistakes and, and figure things out on their own with guidance, yeah. with support, with love from parents, but let them have that room to to make a mistake, I think the more they'll get out of all of their experience. No, I, I, people.
1: I love that, Tanya, and 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 that's where so much of our learning, whether it's academic or socially or w- whatever capacity of our life happens, is mm-hmm. when we have those little mistakes and little failures because it, it stings, but we pick ourselves back up. And you're there to help pick them up, right? right. But, but they let them you know, make those mistakes, those little failures and, and, and help them through it. And it is hard as a parent, you know, I, I, I have younger kids, my, my four year old is almost five and I'm gonna be starting kindergarten. And I just want to cry thinking I'm going off to kindergarten and having these awkward hard moments and kids being mean to him or whatever it, it It really, you know, the, I'm, I'm a big softie, but it makes my dad heart just <laughs> wanna get all teary. But it's, that's how they learn and they grow and, and learn empathy and compassion and, and what kind of friends they want in life. So, yeah, yeah I love that point. Yeah.
0: Um, one last one for me. Um, I just noticed that um, the, one of the tips was on how to keep friends. Like Like once kids have friends, even after they've kind of overcome that first barrier to like, how do I get a friend? Once they have a friend, I think it's so important that parents talk to kids about how do you keep those friends. Mm -hmm. And so that comes back to the conflict resolution skills or it comes back to learning to forgive and forget, right? Like Mm -hmm. giving your friends the same uh opportunities that you would want to have to yeah. to be forgiven and to make mistakes. So many of our kids um are rigid, like very rigid mm-hmm. in Definitely. their <laughs> views and so they'll be like, well we were friends but now we're not friends. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I really like the idea of us working with kids to help them recognize that, you know, your friends are going to make mistakes. People do make mistakes, but that doesn't mean the friendship has to be over and it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you that people are expendable that you can throw them away. It means that you have to just put a little bit of more extra effort into how do we make things right? And how do we fix it? How do we, and you know, maybe that's just as simple as saying, I'm sorry, I did yeah. something wrong or owning something that you did. But all of those things are, are things that as you're role playing or as you're observing your children and you're seeing them in their situations with their friends and, and maybe you see them, you know, change their friends, maybe changing mm-hmm. many times that might be a, a, signal to you that that's something that they're struggling with is how to keep friends. And so um, that can go a long way. There's the old song, you know, make new friends, but keep the old one Mm -hmm. is silver and the other is gold. (laughs) You can always make more friends, right? It doesn't mean that you are losing friends because you have new friends, but you're just expanding that circle of friends so that you have, you know, I wish we could all be friends with everyone. (laughs) And sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. But, but a lot of times there'll be a lot of drama around friendships Mm -hmm. in in this age level too, because they want to be friends with, me, but they want to be friends with her yeah, too. The and how do we, aspect, yeah, how do we yeah. juggle all of that? And, and it's hard for them sometimes to understand the concept that we can all be
1: friends, <laughs> you know, yeah, just because they're friends doesn't yeah. mean anything negative to you. Yeah, and even as adults,
0: sometimes I think sometimes yeah, that can no be tricky. it's a tricky thing. So I'm not saying any of this easy, but, um, I think we do need to maybe talk mm-hmm. about it, address it, bring it up. Um, share skills and experiences when it's when it's something that we can learn from, and then hopefully our kids will start to develop that skill for themselves.
1: Yeah, no question. My last tip: I uh, give your kids a head start. You know, as as much as you're able to get them involved in stuff, and 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 some of you are great at this, right? Uh, whether it's sports, community mm-hmm. stuff, you know, like scouts, church club, you know, church groups that they're involved in, um, or at the very least, just open up your home. You mm-hmm. know have your home be a place where you're like invite your friends over come on we'll get pizza you you can play video games here but but give them those tools and push them right you you don't want to you want to push them So they bend and grow, but you don't want to break them. And and obviously every kid's different with that. Um, You don't want to push them to do a sport where they're miserable and and in agony the whole time, but push them to get out of their comfort zone and join teams or or join different community events or push yourself too. Sometimes (laughs) having kids over to our house can be stressful, having all those loud voices, but... That's a way you could monitor, see how they're doing, get to know their friends, and mm-hmm. and and they're, where they're hanging out in person. So much of it is through a screen now, and, and the more in person, you know, friend time they could get is a is a good good thing.
0: Yeah, we love those conversations that happen face to face. We love the time that they get to spend together, and so friends on Friday—that's been our goal—is just to give them time to participate in activities free from a screen, in-person, actual hands-on kinds of stuff. And I think so far it's been pretty successful. We're excited to see the data that we collect on this year's SHARP survey because we want to see if maybe some of the kids will answer that question a little bit more affirmatively where they're like, yes, I feel connected to my school. I have things going on. So we'll see. We'll probably keep you informed about that, but we're sure glad that you joined us today. And we hope that um, some of these things are helpful for you. If you would like to contact us, please reach out. We are here for you. We're here for your kids. We want to be here because we love and care about them and we want them to be as successful as we can. Um, Anytime you want to visit our website, counseling.loverage.net you can find the podcasts here and you can also find a way to contact us or leave comments about the podcast.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much as always. Your your kids are amazing. Spring's a great time of year. We're, we're loving things here at Loveridge. And, and as always, thank you so much for trusting us with your amazing children. See you next time.